Welcome to the, uh, the bar and stuff. Uh, I'm Rick. I kick ass. I'm your host and your bartender and your foremost near the well principal scalawag and such. Oh, man, this is awesome. They should get arrested more often. Jesus riding on the dashboard of my car Comes in colors, pink and pleasant Glows in the dark cause he's iridescent Take him with you when you travel far Get yourself a sweet Madonna Dressed in rhinestone Sitting on a pedestal of abalone shell Going 90, I ain't scary long as I got the Virgin Mary assuring me that I won't go to hell. As long as I got my plastic Jesus riding on the dashboard of my car Through my trials and tribulations and my travels across the nation Take him with you when you travel far Quentin Stouffer came to Shawshank in 1965 on a two-year stretch for Back, Ah, come on, stop with the Morgan Freeman narration. I am in no mood. Oh, you're in a mood, all right. A bad one. I nailed it. Prison, guys. We're in prison. Technically, just jail. Just jail? Just tell that to Carl and Viola. I still can't believe they got shanked. Well, prisoners do not like yoga. I'm sorry this happened, Blake. It was my idea, and this is my fault. It is not your fault, Mary. It's that idiot's fault. Who are you calling an idiot? You. Fair enough. (laughs) But in my defense, I didn't realize mooning the lift bridge operator was a crime. Guys, I'm going to get fired. I'm not going to fire you, Mary. I'm not talking about the bar. I'm talking about my other job. You got another job? Yeah. 
I had to take a second job waiting tables at a different bar, which leaves even less time for... Uh, well, whatever. Hey, does anybody have a rock hammer? What are you going to do with that? Tunnel through stone? You got a better way to bust out of the clink? Oh, actually, even better idea. Does anybody have a chisel? 500 yards of climbing rope and or an acetylene torch? Mm, no, no, okay. Plan B it is. I bet I still bust out of here before any of you guys. It's not a competition, Zach. Everything is a competition. You know who said that? Gandhi. Uh, 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 I gotta get out of here, you guys. We all feel the same way, Andy. No, you're not hearing me. I mean, I have to get out of here in the next 60 minutes or my career as a singer-songwriter is over. You're being a little generous with the word career, Andy. Mary, come on. I'm sorry, Andy, I didn't mean that. Prison has made me hard. <sighs> oh, I'm, I'm losing it, see? If these screws don't turn me loose, and I mean turn me loose real quick, I might wind up in a padded room, see? I've got dreams, dreams, mama. I'm gonna be a star, a big, bright, shining star, and no cage can hold me. King Kong ain't got sh- Okay, all right, Andy. Jeez, take a breath. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, I have a gig. What? I have my first gig at the brew house in an hour, and I have to get out of here. You have a gig? That's amazing, Andy. Wait, okay, so so you just, like, asked them, and they gave you a gig? Pretty much, yeah. So what? <laughs> you can just, like, ask people for opportunities now? I guess, yeah. Mm, and you're just going to, what, get up there and sing and, like, go after your dreams instead of just, like, talk about them and have little fantasy moments in the shower? Announcer says... Meanwhile, or... back at the tavern... Uh, I'm Blake Thomas, and everybody admires my beard. <laughs> I'm Mary, and I don't make a living wage, but that's okay, because I think Blake is cute. Uh, I'm Andy, and it's time for another extremely catchy hip-hop song. <laughs> well, I'm Bill. I am Bill, and I miss my friends. Yeah, I love those stupid guys. It just doesn't feel right here without him. Yeah, I know, but mainly because we don't know how to work the kegs. We should never have jumped off that boat. We abandoned our friends, Bill. We're traitors. And when I was swimming ashore, you know, the one thought that kept running through my skull... Sure, why are there no grapes or nuts and grape nuts? Well, yeah, yeah, but also I just kept thinking how I couldn't wait to get back here to the bar. Not to my house, but here to this dumb little bar with my dumb little friends and my dumb little perfect life. <laughs> oh, man. Emotions make me very uncomfortable, Rick. I know. <laughs> we abandoned our friends, Billy. We abandoned them in their time of need. The situation was dire and we tucked our tails and we ran. We owe our friends a debt. And that debt must be paid, Bill. We're gonna bail our friends out of jail. But how? First, I'm going to put on this old record of our friend Blake singing. This seems like a really awkward transition. That's step one. Step two is this. You see that sign over the door? Mm -hmm. Turn it on. The Take It With You Tavern is open for business. All right.
along with my will I feel like an ocean No part of me is still I reach for the phone But love ain't there no more And I get to thinking I've been down this road before My head is a house I'd be ashamed to take you home to I start at bottom just rebuilding these walls I got hit by something the water couldn't resolve until then you think I could crash here on your floor I better be careful I've been down this road before And my head is a house I'd be ashamed to take you home to Now every Is just looking for a little kiss So let's not get muddy You've got plenty as it is The second I left you They lined to the back door A better change direction I've been down this road before And my head is a house I'd be ashamed to take you home to You're free to go. Free to go to hell! Whoa, 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 whoa. Pull it back a few gears. Yeah. Sorry, boss man. I am Officer Gear. This here is Officer Gerbil. 
What is so funny? Uh, are you serious? Of course he's serious. Look at this face. Officer Gear hasn't smiled in 28 years. And you shouldn't be smiling either, maggots. Don't you know where you are? You're in my house now. Mm -hmm. No use calling for your mama and your daddy, because in here we're your mama and your daddy. Mm -hmm. And we're also your crazy Aunt Helen, who has expired butterscotches in her sweater pocket and is kind of vaguely racist. <laughs> I get it. You guys are here to scare us straight. Yeah. Oh, you got that right, Redbeard. Oh, oh, oh. oh, you made her mad now, son. And trust me, you do not want Officer Dribble crawling up your ass. <laughs> what is so funny? Uh, what? <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Don't you hear yourself? Excuse me, officer, do you happen to have a spoon? What do you, what do you need a spoon for? Uh, I'm eating pudding. Under that sheet over there in the corner. Hmm. Well, I have a spoon, but be careful. It's, got, it's a grapefruit spoon, so it's got a really sharp edge. Here it is. Oh, perfect. Thanks, officers. Carry, Carry on. on. Uh, 45 minutes. I'm never going to make it. I don't remember saying you could speak, boy! Ho, ho, ho. Trust me, buddy. Once Officer Dribble crawls all up in your business, she will make your life hell! <laughs> what is so funny? Seriously, you're doing that on purpose, right? I mean, you have to be. Did I say you could speak, turkey? Hey, Blondie! Next time you open your hole, I'm cramming Officer Dribble in there! <laughs> Stop laughing at me! Okay, all right, there, there, boss man, take it easy. Maybe we should, um, break their spirits, huh? You love breaking their spirits. That's true, I do. Yeah. All right, good idea, let's do it. Listen up, you sniveling bunch of babies! This ain't the movies, this is real life! You're an inmate, inmate! Nobody cares about you in here! Gah. Hey, you over there! Sorry, you talking to me? What are you do doing up in that corner of the cell under that there bed sheet? I'm just eating pudding. Uh, by, by the by, do either of you officers have a poster of a female celebrity large enough to cover a man-sized hole? You know, to look at while I eat my pudding? Hmm. Sure, here you go. Thanks. Thanks. Also, do either of you happen to have a mannequin head whose hair has been cut and trimmed to resemble mine? You know, for, uh, for the pudding. Yeah, sure, here you go. Oh, thanks again, officers. Carry on. Where were we? Oh, yeah. You get one phone call, and it better be to the good Lord, because he's the only one who can help you now. That's right. We get a phone call. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take your hopes and your dreams, and I'm going to put them in a blender with a little chicken stock and make a delicious soup perfect for a Sunday evening curled up with the Babysitter's Club book, which is all I read because I have the reading comprehension level of a fifth grader. I demand my phone call. Stupid civil rights. Fine, Officer Gerbil, wheel in the phone. Yeah. It is 25 cents for your first five minutes, and then $80 for each additional minute. We have to pay for our phone call? Yep. Thanks, Obama. Am I right? I don't have a quarter. Does anybody have a quarter? I have two quarters, and I will trade one of them for a bar of soap, a whittling knife, and a quick look at that key that opens this cell, for reference sake. Sounds like a fair deal. Here you go. Oh, great. Thanks. Carry, Carry on. on. All right, here's a quarter, but make it quick. Uh, thanks for calling Take It With Your Tavern. We're on Friday, everyone drinks free. Now serving pickled eggs, how can I help you? Rick, oh thank God. 
Pickled eggs? Wait, what is going on over there? Blakey! Hey, dude! We decided to open the bar up to raise money for your bail. Well, that's thoughtful. Turns out running the bar is hard. Mm-hmm. Hey, what goes into a gin and tonic? We've been over this four times, Bill! Three parts gin, one part tonic, four parts bitters, eight maraschino cherries, half a beer, Two full shots of tequila and a pickled egg. It's not that hard. Oh, God, I've got to get out of here. Rick, Rick, by the cash register, there's a slip of paper with the mayor's personal cell phone number on it. I need that number so the mayor can pardon us and get us out of jail. What, you calling D? What for? I just explained that. Just get me the number, Rick. All right, all right, I will. But you got to do something for me. These people came in expecting music. They're all like... Where's Blake? And, and you're not Blake, and you don't put a pickled egg in whiskey sour. <laughs> They're gonna riot. Fine, put me on the speakerphone. Mary, can you hand me that prison guitar in the corner? <laughs> Pretty in tune for a prison guitar. Will you wear white, oh my dear, oh my dear? Will you wear white, Jenny Jenkins? No, I won't wear white, cause the color's too bright. I'll buy me a folded roller till they told you she could double use the guys and roll to find me. Roll, Jenny Jenkins, roll. Will you wear blue, oh my dear, oh my dear? Will you wear blue, Jenny Jenkins? I'll buy me a folded roll till they told you she could double use a Kaiser roll to find me. Roll, Jenny Jenkins, roll. Will you wear yellow, oh my dear, oh my dear? Will you wear yellow, Jenny Jenkins? No, I won't wear yellow, cause I'll never get a fellow. I'll buy me a folded roll till they told you she could double use a Kaiser roll to find me. Will you wear beige, oh my dear, oh my dear? Will you wear beige, Jenny Jenkins? No, I won't wear beige, cause it shows my age. I'll buy me a folded roll till they told us he could double use a Kaiser roll to find me. Roll, Jenny Jenkins, roll. Orange, oh my dear, oh my dear, will you wear orange, Jenny Jenkins? Well, orange I won't wear, and it rhymes, so there! I'll buy me a folded roll till they told us he could double use a Kaiser roll to find me. Roll, Jenny Jenkins, roll. So what will you wear, oh my dear, oh my dear, what will you wear, Jenny Jenkins? Would you care if I just go bare? I'll buy me a folded roll till they told us he could double use a Kaiser roll to find me. Roll, Jenny Jenkins, roll. Roll, Jenny Jenkins, roll. <laughs>
Yeah, that's better. They soothe like lambs now. Thanks, buddy. No, Rick, I need something. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Ah, well, he'll call back. Before you say or do anything uncool, yeah. Yeah. you better check with yeah. Steve and Jamie. They're the ones with their fingers on the pulse of a community you didn't know existed. Hey, welcome to the Take It With You Tavern, where every Tuesday is make your own beer night. Yeah, we just give you a bag of weed and you gotta figure it out. Well, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, color me amazeballs. Uh-huh, well, would you like to see a menu? Ew, you still use paper for your menus? That is so bourgeois. Haven't you heard of the environment? Yeah, our friend Hibiscus owns a micro tavern and he uses edible scrolls of ancient papyrus. Mm-hmm. And our other friend, Whisper? owns an artisanal fungus brewery, and she uses an elaborate series of hand gestures and smoke signals. Yeah. Look, do you want anything or not? Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll have an old-fashioned if you even know how to make it. (laughs) There you go. There, there's a pickled egg in here. Hell yeah. You are like the only place in town that knows how to make an old-fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> this place just got way cool. Oh yeah. We'll be back. And we're bringing all three of our friends yeah. with us. No, please don't do either of those yeah. things. <laughs> Let's go unplug our solar-powered hover rascals and get out of here. Yeah, totally. You Let's better go. check with Steve and Announcer says... Meanwhile, in prison. Uh, uh, 35 minutes. I'm never going to make it. And I'm going to get fired from a job I don't even want. My bar is probably on fire by now. Mm. You all look pretty defeated. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Phase one, breaking the inmate spirits is a total success. You're halfway to being scared straight. On to phase two. I love phase two. Wait, what's phase two? Group rap session. Everybody grab a chair. We're just gonna rap about our feelings and stuff. You know, like buds. Come on, homies. Just know this is a totally safe space. Well, I'm two yoga teachers got shanked in here. Okay, not safe like I promise you won't get shanked. Just like safe to express your feelings. <laughs> Unless those feelings make somebody mad enough to shank you. Let's start with you, Blake. How did you end up here? How did I end up here? You know, that's a question I've been asking myself a lot lately. It was 2008, and I was on the road. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's that sound? I don't know. I think it was like a flashback sound. So anytime anyone has a flashback, we will hear that sound? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Carry Carry on. on. So, it was 2008, and uh, I was in the road in Appleton, Wisconsin. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I've just got one more tune for you. It's an old, uh, it's a, it's a Jeremiah Nelson song. Thanks, thanks for coming out.
My town is a dead end road Some place that's better left alone You'd be good medicine But I could never take it slow I just pop the clutch and go And I'm gone Good is gone Just a bad flying out of the barn Yeah, I'm gone Good is gone a cat running into the corn I swore that I would get it right But Lord knows there's never enough time When every scrap you find Is just a hook on a baited line You tell yourself you're fine But you're gone Good is gone Just the smoke rising from the fire Yeah, you're gone, good is gone You climb the branches up into the sky If I could fill you up with quarters every morning For the day, would you promise to stay? Cause I'm just a tired soldier taking orders While I wait till they call out my name And I'm gone, good is gone Just the bad flying out of the barn Yeah, I'm gone, good is gone You climb the branches up into the sky Yeah, I'm gone Gone, good is gone. I'm gone, good is gone, good is gone. Hey, hey, uh, that was a great set, kid. Oh, thanks, Mr. Bar Owner. I'm uh, actually, I'm ready to get paid now. Well, here's the thing. You were expected to sell at least 80 tickets, and you only sold 78, so, well, technically, you owe us money. Hey, great set, dude. My girlfriend and I really dig your music. You want some pot? I'm all right. You know, I've got CDs for sale. No, thanks. I already illegally downloaded every song you've ever written, and I burn CDs for all of my friends. But you should just be happy someone's listening to your music. Also, we snuck into your show. Bye! <laughs> So, I uh, opened up a bar. It's the only way I could think of to, uh, you know, make enough money while still somewhat going after my dreams. Okay. All right. Thanks, Blake. That was some great sharing. Mm -hmm. You took the question a little deeper than I meant it. I meant, what did you do to get arrested? And you turned it into a metaphorical expose on your life's ambitions, but still, great sharing. Very good. How about you, Blondie? How did you end up here? I've been asking myself the same question since my first shift at my second job last week. Uh, excuse me, miss. Can I get a little more? Oh, my goodness. Is your name Mary? <laughs> That's me. I'm sorry, have we met? I saw you years ago as Hamlet in that gender-blind production of that Shakespeare show. What was that called? What's it called? What's it called? Uh, Hamlet. Uh, oh, that's the one. Yeah, you are phenomenal. What are you doing here? Oh, I, I work here. You, 
Oh, really? I guess I thought you were professional. I totally spit in his bisque. Okay, again, great cherry. Real good. But let's try to stay on topic and not spiral off into some flashback-ridden treaties on the struggle inherent in the life of an artist, okay? What about you, Andy? How did you end up here? Well, I've been asking myself... Son of a bitch! That... No more flashbacks! <laughs> if you guys aren't going to take this seriously, the rap session is officially over, and we're moving on to the final phase in education. Justin and Sarah, come on in! Justin and Sarah Steinbach! This here is Justin and Sarah Steinbach, owners of the Vista Fleet here in Duluth! Keep it down, inmates! As one of the city's foremost purveyors of the wonders of Lake Superior, they're also the ones we call on anytime someone has shown that beautiful blue lady disrespect. Like flashing your bare rump while floating under sun-dappled waters. That wasn't even us. That was Zach. Hey, Justin and Sarah here are going to teach you to respect the big blue. Now, Blake, um, I'd appreciate it if you would ask them a bunch of questions, like you're hosting some type of radio show or something, and they're your guests. That seems oddly specific. Just do it. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, hi, guys. Hi. Um, why don't uh, you tell us all about the Vista Fleet? What is it? Good question. <laughs> Sarah? Just for the folks out there in radio land that uh, aren't, aren't as familiar. We are a harbor cruise company here in Duluth, and uh, we offer cruises, um, scenic tours of the lake and the harbor. Um, it's been in the business for over 50 years, and so we have uh, owned it for the last three years, and it's been um, our pleasure to continue on the history of what they've been providing. Yeah, so you've owned it since, what, 2011? Math, three years? Yes. <laughs> All right. About three and a half. Yeah. And it's super fun. So you've got uh, two ships. Yep. Is there another word? Do we not call them ships? Vessels. 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 Okay, we have two vessels. <laughs> um, um, Boats, you know. And so uh, why don't you describe a typical cruise? Um, we, we get on and, and have fun from beginning to end, but what happens in the, in the middle? Well, we have uh, many cruises, but I would say the most popular is our um, grand sightseeing tour, which, we, again, we've been doing for many, many years, but it's fully narrated. You get on, and we take you through the port, the working industry, the shipping um, of Duluth, what makes us our, um, just makes us everything that we are here in Duluth. And so we, we go out onto the lake. We go under the aerial lift bridge. Um, yeah, the amazing thing is uh, so many local people forget that we are a working industrial port. You know, we're an international seaway. And what's really cool from a tourist perspective is actually going back to the working side of the port where you see these thousand footers that come through, these lakers, these federal vessels that come through, where they load all the grain, the coal at Midwest Energy Terminal, the, you know, the taconite at the CN docks. There's so much industry that happens in this area that people legitimately just forget about. And so that's kind of the cool thing, the synergy of the tours, is you get to really see how it's all coming together. Yeah. So the, the folks that are narrating these, these tours, um, a lot of them are uh, uh, college theater kids, yes? Yes. yes. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> 
So what made you want to hire college theater kids? To work on the Good question, Sarah. <laughs> that was all me. No, um, with my background, I was a theater major at UMD, and um, I, I had been working at the Vista Fleet for several years, and a lot of the, the narrators that we got on were just, you're hired, you're going to be a deckhand, you might do some food, you might do this. You know, we had kind of a series of things that they would do. And sometimes we just throw a script at them and be like, all right, you're narrating. And um, unfortunately, some of these kids you know, weren't comfortable with the public speaking. And so you would have that really dry, and to your left is the, you know, and it was just really boring. And to me, I'm like, we are tour guide entertainers. We got to show the exciting part and entertain these people and have um, you know, people that are willing to work with the audience and feel them and sort of a little bit of the improv. And that's when it like all clicked for me, and I went back to my roots, and I'm like, we got to get these kids on here that are really comfortable with this, that can play the crowds, that can, you know, accommodate. Because sometimes in the spring we have, you know, slews of like sixth graders, you know, and they are like a whole <laughs> different demographic. <laughs> in the fall, you know, we have the senior citizens that are traveling, and so you've got to work with all these different audiences. And it's, they were just, it was a no-brainer to me. So we, we reached out and we brought in these, these tour guide entertainers, we changed the name, and we've been working with them for the last three years, and it's been great. Turns out it takes a unique person to speak in front of a group of people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unique in the best way. So I have some questions. I'm just gonna fire them at ya. Please right. do. Okay, all right. <clears throat> How many people have puked on your boat, and do you make the theater kids clean it up? Yes and yes. Okay, next question. Have you ever played chicken with other boats on the lake? Yeah. <laughs> They're a little bigger than us. Okay, okay. Do you get to ride the lift bridge up and down whenever you want? Yes. Really? Oh, dear. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm coming with you. Has anyone walked onto your boat and said, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. question is, if the apocalypse comes, um, and we come across you guys, okay, and you need to convince us, I mean, what's your skill? What do you have that we would keep you alive and let you join our group? I mean, so far, we got Jonathan Otis up in here. We got Lucy Amundsen. So what do you got? We have plenty of semen. So I have one last question. <laughs> Any tips on, uh, oh. on getting out of jail? Oh, well, have you tried saying you're sorry? Aww. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, so we've done all three phases, and I'm very, very sorry. Can we go now? 
That's not how prison works. You have to make bail. Mm, or you could make another phone call. We've only got one quarter left. Even if I do call the bar to get the number, I wouldn't have a way to call the mayor and get pardoned. <gasps> I know a way we can reach Rick and Bill without using a phone. Really? What? My mind. Okay, Mary. No, I, do you have a better idea? Thought not. Now, I need complete silence so I can concentrate. What's going on over there under that sheet? Uh, nothing. That was nothing. Just, I ate too much pudding. I said I need quiet. Good. Now, focus, Mary. Remember what they taught you in super pretentious skills you'll never use in acting class. Um, if you focus your mind like a laser, you can communicate without speaking. Rick, Bill, hear me, men. Mary? Bill? Is this really working? What do you want, Mary? I'm kind of busy here. Oh my god! I'm talking to you with my mind! Isn't it amazing? Uh, yeah, sure. You obviously weren't alive during the 70s. That's all we did. Do you need something, or did you just want to brag about your telepathy? We need the mayor's phone number. It's on a slip. By the register. Yeah, I got it. You ready? This is the mayor's personal cell phone number. (laughs) Is everybody who's got telepathy listening? Okay, the mayor's personal cell phone number that he answers at all times... Day and night, especially if you want to talk about potholes. The number is 218-727. It worked! I got the number! Seriously? What? Zach, give me that quarter. I got a better idea. Why call the mayor to get you out of a jam when you can... Ask Brooks. Ask him anything you want about stuff. But keep in mind he has a doctorate in theoretical physics. If that helps refine your topic, ask Brooks. Ask Brooks! Hello? Brooks, it's Zach. I'm in jail. I have a spoon, a knife, and a rock hammer. What do I do? So you're in jail, huh? Yeah. You know, that actually reminds me of another interesting confinement problem, which is one of the great unsolved problems in physics. It's that the protons and neutrons, which are the building blocks of everyday objects like spoons and people, are actually made up of smaller, more fundamental particles called quarks. These quarks are bound together, imprisoned, if you will, inside those protons and neutrons by a very strong force called the strong nuclear force. Nobody really understands how to describe a force that's that strong. So that's something that might be interesting to think about. Wow, well that's great, Brooks. But how exactly does that help me bust out of here? Oh, I don't really have any good ideas about how you might escape. I just figured that in jail you'd have a lot of time on your hands and might want an interesting problem to think about. Great. Well, suppose I should get back to digging now. Thanks a lot. No problem. Ask Brooks. Yeah, you know what? I don't need his help anyway. Because I'm almost there. (laughs) Yes, I did it. Ha! I win. I win, suckers. Excuse me. What are you doing over there? Uh, I just got to run and get some more pudding. I'll be right back. Carry on! Zach, take us with you! Sorry, guys. I'm great at escaping, but not at the structural engineering of tunnels. I'm out, but don't worry. Oh, you guys shouldn't follow me. It looks like this might cave in at any time! 
Come on. That's it. I am going to lose my job. Doesn't sound like a big loss. I'm a waitress, Blake. Kind of hard to be a waitress when you don't have a job waiting tables. 25 minutes. I'm never going to make it, guys. I'm never going to make it. Calm down, convict. Officers, you don't understand. If I don't get out of here right now, my career as a singer-songwriter will be over before it even gets started. You're a singer-songwriter? Prove it. Okay. (laughs) With pleasure. Give your heart to me. Now, officer, I'll make you so happy. And I want to let you know I won't let you go. Release your fear. Papa, pick me up when you were down. Release your fear. With me, you'll never hit the ground. Wow. You're too good for this cage, son. Really? You get to that gig, and you knock him dead. Oh my, really? Get out of here before he changes his mind. Oh, thank you, thank you both. You know what, I, I, I'm a songwriter too. There's a car in flames by the side of the road And it looks like any minute now it might explode I'd love to help but I wouldn't know what to do Well it's kind of the same way I feel about you When your name comes up, I hold my tongue and I lie Why well, still protect your dignity, I don't know why I'm just hoping that your daughter is pretty and dumb There's no place in this world for the thoughtful one Wish I was back in Chicago sleeping on Morris' floor When I woke up with her I didn't worry no more You know we never even had to see eye to eye Girls I'm dealing with now I'm just wasting my time Now I don't mind all the women who hate my guts Some of them don't know me and some just nuts well, I've been burning all my bridges with drunken speed A lot of things nowadays just don't worry me Now out in God's country I can see for miles 
Won't be too long now till everyone's reconciled I don't play anymore, I just watch the game You know I worked for both sides and they seem about the same You can all talk about me till you're blue in the face I'm just thinking about this woman that I can't replace I don't want to know your name, I don't care about your age You can buy me a drink or just go away No, I loved you so much that it made me cry It crossed my mind to just leave and die I've got too much to do before my end I have a hard time believing you were ever my friend We can hear all the people singing from door to door There's a soft snow falling and my heart's just sore I take my hand, we're going down to the stream The life I had with you I couldn't possibly dream And next time I see you, I hope I behave I don't think I could ever really look at you the same And I wish you all the luck that I never had And I sure hope you never have to feel this bad Yeah, I wish you all the luck that I never had And I sure hope you never have to feel this bad today, boss man. Thanks. But you know, gear ain't worth nothing without gerbil on the inside shaking things up. Oh my God, I finally got it. One of us has to change our names immediately. Well, Mary, it looks like we're stuck here unless we can find a way to make bail. Announcer says, back at the tavern. Bill, we've been working like dogs for nearly an hour now. What's the total of the old bail fund? Pretty good. We've only lost four dollars. Wait, we haven't made any money? Mm -mm. You know what we should do is charge money for the drinks. Ah, damn it, Bill. 
Rick, my main man, why the long face? Mayor Don Ness! Uh, hey there, D. Well, as you can probably tell, today's been kind of rough. Our friends are in jail and we're trying to raise enough money to bail them out, but running a bar is hard work. I guess I should just give up. I said, I guess I should just give up. You see, now is when I would expect you to say something like, then you must not live in Duluth, because we don't give up when things get tough. And then, and then you would go on to say, let me tell you a little story. And then you would, and we'd all feel better. Hey, uh, what's wrong with the mayor? Uh, I don't know. He's just sitting there like a lump, staring off. <laughs> hey, D, anybody home in there? Hey, slap him in the face. <laughs> Nothing. Hey, you slap him. Uh, all right, hold on, get the drill. Hey, 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 what are you guys doing? Hey, you were kind of zoning out there. Oh, sorry, yeah. When you, when you mentioned that the gang was in jail, it got me thinking about the winter I spent in a Siberian prison. <laughs> and the kind-hearted Sherpa that, who helped me escape. What? Really? Wait, wait, what's the flashback sound? Why didn't we get to hear about that? <laughs> oh, no, no. These are private thoughts. Sort of painful memories. Not something I like to talk about. You're a public official. Aren't your so-called private thoughts a matter of public record? Well, I, I don't think well, so. As a taxpayer, I believe I have right to mm -hmm. access your private thoughts. Mm-hmm, yeah. Bill, initiate the flashback. Here we go. Wait, wait, hey, hey! Access denied. Access denied. Access denied. What in the... Oh, damn, damn it! it. For the best. Some things are better left unflashbacked. Eh, I guess you're right. Sorry, Don. It's okay. Anyways, I was just stopping in. Oh, man. Looks like somebody wants to talk to me about potholes. Gotta take this. Bye, everybody. Bye, Mr. Mayor. All right, come on, Bill. Let's sell some drinks. All right. Announcer says... Meanwhile, back in the Hoosgau. Well, I guess it isn't so bad. I mean, we've got a roof over our heads and a place to sleep, and it only kind of smells like urine. So, in some ways, it's better than my first apartment. Yeah, I guess there's things that could be worse than this. At least my cellmate is pretty. Aww. Hey! Hey, guys! Whoa! Hi! Rick, oh my god, are you here to bail us out? Yep! Well, I mean, sort of. Well, we only raised enough cash to bail one of you out, so, like, I don't know, maybe fight to the death over it? <laughs> or, oh, rock, paper, scissors would work, too. No, oh, Mary, you go. No, Blake... I, I mean it, go. I will be fine. Wow, you, you really want me to get to my job, don't you? Yes, but not the one waiting tables or the other one waiting tables. I don't understand. 
We haven't auditioned for anything in years, Mary. You started waiting tables as a way to make ends meet while you went after your dream, and at some point you forgot about the dream. Says the guy who owns a bar instead of being a professional musician. Yeah, okay, exactly. I bought the bar because I thought I needed a fallback, but my fallback has become my career, and that's messed up. Andy's out there getting gigs, and I should be too. And you, you should be auditioning. You should be acting. I'm not a bar owner. You're not a waitress. What you do is not who you are, Mary. Preach, Blakey. Preach. <laughs> this whole time I've been in here, I've been worried about what Rick and Bill are doing to my bar. Well, that's a justified fear. We found the whole family of raccoons. Well, we but who cares? The bar could burn up or, or go bust, and you could lose your job. The restaurant could close. We could end up just as broke as we were when we were going after our dreams just because waiting tables or owning a bar is our safety net. That doesn't mean it will always catch us. And if we can lose the things that we don't like that easily, they're not really that safe at all. So we might as well just go after the things that we really, truly want. Whoa. Whoa. Did you, did you just kiss me? Hell yeah, he did it, a boy, Blakey. Ah, get out of here, kid, before I change my mind. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will find a way to get you out of here, Blake, I promise. Well, looks like it's just you and me, prison guitar. I want to, little Angie, I really do. Hey, 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 come on. This tunnel little Angie helped me dig won't hold up for long, come on. Andy, what are you doing back here? I'm here to bust you out, dummy, let's go. I brought everyone with me. What about your big gig? Hey, Blake, hey, hey, Blake. Hey. Yeah, I came back in outside. What? What are you talking about? How big can it be if my best friends can't even be there to see it? Oh, Andy, that's true. Well, plus I got the time wrong. It's not for another two hours, so. Now are you coming? Come on, let's get out of here. It was in the summer, one early fall, just trying to find my little all in all. Now she's gone, I don't worry. I'm sitting on top of the world Was in the spring, one summer's day Just when she left me, she's gone to stay Now she's gone, I don't worry I'm sitting on top of the world Don't come here running, hold up your hand Can't get me a woman, quick as you can get a man now she's gone I don't worry I'm sitting on top of the world In happy days Didn't know your name Why should I worry Or pray in vain Now she's gone I don't worry I'm sitting on top of the world
to the station down in the yard. Gonna get me a freight train. Well, son got a haul. Well, now she's gone. I don't worry. I'm sitting on top of the world. With you is Blake Thomas, Mary Fox, Andy Fry, Ryan Nelson, Andy Bennett, Katie Helbacher, Zach Stouffer, Robert Lee, and Keenan McIntyre. Talbot on the bass. This episode was written by Andy Bennett, Katie Helbacher, Blake Thomas, and Mary Fox. Our sound engineer is Nick Gosen. We were joined this time by special guests Justin and Sarah Steinbach, owners of the Vista Fleet Harbor Tours. More info at vistafleet.com. Uh, we were also joined by the mayor of Duluth, Mr. Don Ness. The show was performed in the Underground Theater Theater. <laughs> the show was performed in the Underground Theater here in Duluth, Minnesota. Our logo was designed by the one and only the wickedly talented Sarah Luke. Our Foley door was made by Matt Gildner. A special thanks to Crystal Pelkey, the Underground staff, the Duluth Playhouse, KUMD, Tom Isbell, Chris Harwood, and the Arrowhead Regional Arts Council. Come on down on September 16th for our next episode. In the meantime, visit us online at takeitwithyou.org. Thank you so much for being a part of this. We will see you next time. <laughs>